the blast from our past network. Folks, this just in. The ongoing comic book discussion podcast confirms comic books are cool. Perfecting schlag. That's enough. (laughs) (laughs) Never, never enough. (laughs) Never enough. Some gifts. Uh, you yeah, did you know. did not know what you started on that one nope i know i sent you one gift with perfect and schlag announce everything but now i'm gonna send you that weird thumbs up uh, your... of my face in it from facebook um, that i hate, that, I hate that, that you thing. hate yes because i'm over perfect and schlag love office <laughs> over that gift <laughs> i've only sent it to you like three times yeah, no, that is not true. That is not true. Do not lie to our listeners, Corey, because you've sent it to me far more than three times. You might have. You might need to put a one in front of that three. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Well, we had a, we had a fun conversation. Uh, shoot, that was probably one of our longest warm up conversations we've had, uh, which was probably about forty five minutes long. I know because the world's on fire right now. That's why. I know. <laughs> Oh, it is it is we are recording in the midst of the the zombie coronavirus outbreak this is absolutely insane i've i've never seen anything like this in my life no me neither and i'm fairly certain we're in the middle of a comic book now i'm convinced right yeah we're we are in the middle of a comic book um <laughs> <laughs> Or it's, some kind of like like post apocalyptic movie, and it's like this is the beginning stages. And since I work from home, I feel like you've seen Shaun of the Dead, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like Shaun, like everything's happening around me, and I'm completely oblivious to it because it doesn't affect my day to day life whatsoever. <laughs> uh, well, I work in production, and um, as you know, and three of five of my shows have stopped production, so. I'm just waiting for them to tell me to go home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, fingers crossed that that will not happen. And uh, I yeah, hope that, for sure. that you you stay gainfully uh, employed the entire, the entire time of this is almost like a, it's almost like a government shutdown um, yeah. whenever that happens, you know, all the government employees get like laid off for a little bit or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. It just feels like that on a worldwide scale. Yeah. And uh, there's no toilet paper currently. <laughs> so. Anywhere. I know. So this happened. I was like, I am so ahead. I bought eight rolls of toilet paper on Amazon. And then uh, they were paper towels. They were <laughs> they were paper towels. So that is what we're going to have to use possibly after our six rolls that we have left. So uh, if you like this show, please send <laughs> yes. toilet paper to <laughs> one, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Oops. your your poor bottoms. <laughs> yeah, we'll make it work. I mean, I mean, maybe we'll look into getting a bidet now, or just jump in the shower. Just I don't know. Oh my god, I've heard other people talking about that. I'm, I just I shiver at the thought of that of, of people like cleaning themselves in in the shower. It's like, oh god. I know. Hey man, you do what you got to do. But those people who like like prepare for the apocalypse all the time are like, see. I told you, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're ready. And, ugh. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, up here in Oregon. There's there's quite a few preppers uh, up here too. Oh, so shit. yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. Alien, abdu- alien abduction preppers as well. They're, they're, uh, <laughs> they're like, I told you. <laughs> Sasquatch preppers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you guys, I got toilet paper. Y'all don't. Who wins? Yeah. Sasquatch is like, <laughs> the whole forest is my toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. I figure it out. It's fine. Just don't use the poison out. ivy. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love him just being like, I figured it out. You can figure yeah. it out too. <laughs> It'll be fine. Oh, man. Sasquatch. What, what if Sasquatch gets the coronavirus? That'd be so awful. I would not oh, like that. <laughs> I know. I know. That's That would stink. I, I hope to still see one up here. Uh, we, uh, Wifey and I need to go uh, do do some um, hikes now that spring's actually yeah. coming. And there's, oh, my God. Like, winter was so mild up here. It's, it's all starting to be spring now. Like, everything's Good. sort of in bloom and everything. So I'm like, oh, this is great. So we'll probably start doing some, you know, hikes pretty soon. Soon and uh i'll report back i'll let you guys know if i if i see sasquatch i mean yeah. i'm a believer i'm i'm a sasquatch believer so well you're in the area and you are the sasquatch stevensons so <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah i coined that guys you're welcome mm-hmm. you sure did we still we still use that hashtag to this day well, we had to we had to retire of... the NoHo Stevenson. So yes, yes, exactly. Speaking of hashtags, is that what you were gonna say? I was gonna say speaking of the devil, but I don't know why I was gonna <laughs> say that. My segues are not very good nowadays. I don't know what it is. Um, but uh, I was gonna. Well, I guess speaking of the devil, because yeah. the devil, the Lucifer, yeah, Lucy. is in the Wicked and the Divine. And oh wait, let me just say hi, guys. Welcome to ongoing comic book discussion podcast. I'm Tess, and I'm Corey. That's Corey. All right. Um, so we are going to be reviewing the comic book, The Wicked and the Divine, and we'll get into stats in a second. But the reason why we're jumping into this comic book is because we read Blackbird a couple of episodes ago, and Corey mentioned that it heavily uh, was an easy comparison to The Wicked and the Divine. So... Yes. <laughs> that's, that's what we're doing. Were, were you about to insert an opinion right there? I was, but I'm not quite there yet. I'd rather give them stats. For, I'm not I'm not sure. I I sure. I think it's maybe it was because it was such a crazy week in the world or I don't know what it was, but I I, I don't want to put my opinion yet because I want you to convince me otherwise. <laughs> I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll try. I don't, I don't know. But, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I still do believe that this is kind of a nice little companion piece uh, yeah. to Blackbird. Um, I think that it's, it's, it's not necessarily like an easy read. There's actually a, no. a lot going on in The Wicked and the Divine. And I think that was one of the things that, I liked more about Wicked and the Vine than I did Blackbird. I felt like there was just more mythos there. There was more like like concepts and ideas. Now, I still think Blackbird can and has room to expand and explode outwards and, and become more interesting of a story. But Blackbird was much more of like a like focusing on one person and sort of, you know, um, how they're reacting in this world. But so so did Wicked and the Divine kind of focused on this one, one girl and everything. Um, but yeah, I just think there were a lot of similarities there. And I still like Blackbird, you know, like I still mm-hmm. very much yeah. enjoyed Blackbird. But after reading this, I just was like, oh, God, I love Wicked and the Divine so, so much. But that's also 
I got to say, I got to give you a little backstory. I read this um, a few years ago and uh, for the first time, and Tess and I were talking offline about our sort of our spirituality and what we're sort of into and everything. And her and I are sort of on similar paths uh, of, of spiritualness. And But this hit me. I read this at a time where I was doing like my most – uh, research like into 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 spiritual and like and I'm talking magic and stuff and mm-hmm. and, and occult stuff and at the same time I was also looking into to like how did like folktale stuff like all these like like Norse mythology how does that relate are these people were they real people are they gods are they deities are they entities like I was just very fascinated by all that kind of stuff and then this comic comes out and and essentially postulates this certain scenario that it's very unique to this where these these deities this these pantheon comes back every what 90 years or something yeah Um, yeah and years yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and their whole their and i like the ideas that this push puts forward it's like they're not here to change the world they're here to change people they're here to inspire and then the people are supposed to change the world based on their inspiration from these gods and i thought that was a cool one of the many concepts but there's a lot going on in this book there There really is is. so much going on and i do have to say that i think that lady gaga is definitely one of these like (laughs) spiritual beings okay so on spirituality sake like Corey is more of like um like from my understanding is like a mythos kind of guy i don't want to reveal too much because i don't know how personal it is no you can like, i magic i do chaos magic yeah. I, I, yeah. I i look into that guy i'm more like uh, grant morrison like ritual magic yeah. sigils and all that kind of stuff but still there's a there's a basis in in energy and in, in energy movement and everything but a lot of it's mm-hmm. also very much based on intent what is your intent right and i'm i'm more of like the kind of witchy tarot crystal ball meditation yoga kind of spirituality you know like Which, universe and stuff like that yeah and and if you and if if you if you if people don't know either of those things just know that there's a lot of crossover venn diagram wise like the stuff that that yeah. tess is into is still they can be techniques that sort of i can use as well uh in my belief structure but at the end of the day my belief structure is that uh, with chaos magic is that everyone's correct there's no there's no wrong answer it's whatever you want to utilize because at its core we are our own gods and we mm. are creating our own reality so uh the, the main tenet with chaos magic is that everything can be used from every single religion you just have to believe it that's it you just have to believe that it works sure and don't don't be a jerk about it that's oh all. yeah! Oh no! no. Yeah, because because also <laughs> with, you, yes. no, no, I know, but like yeah, also with chaos magic is there's a lot of energies with that too. Whereas you know you get what you put, you know you get back what you put out. So you, yeah, don't be an a hole because you know yeah. you're gonna get a hole stuff back at you. I, I think um, a lot of the, all the magic stuff really boils down to just be a good person, believe in yourself, and believe in a loving universe. And really, that's yeah. it. That's real. Most magics really boil down to. Yeah, and this, like, draws... I think I've never heard of this type of, like, magic stuff that's in this comic book. Um, It's very different. It's very, like, colorful, very godly. I've never known about this before, so I'm very curious. Um, So I have... I'm going to do the summary just so that people are kind of on the same page, and then I want to hear what you pulled up on Wikipedia, Corey, because you have more of the Pantheon stuff, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Let's do this. All right. 
So, The Wicked and the Divine is a contemporary fantasy comic book series created by Kieran Gillian and Jamie McKelvey and published by Image Comics. The series is largely influenced by pop music and various mythological deities and includes the themes of life and death in a story. The comic has revived positive reviews, revived, received (laughs) positive reviews, and was the winner of Best Comic of the 2014 British Comic Awards. And this is my favorite part. It has also been noted for its diverse portrayal of ethnicity, sexuality, and gender roles. Um, As of right now, they're up to 51 issues. Um, And they started in 2014, and I think the last one was last year. Um, And so the premise is the narrative follows a young teenage girl, Laura, as she interacts with the Pantheon, which Corey's going to inform us about in a sec, a group of 12 people who discover that they are reincarnated deities. This discovery grants them fame and supernatural powers with the stipulation that they will die within two years as part of a 90 year cycle known as the recurrence. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And, And so the cool thing is, is that, you know, all the pantheon, all the characters that are in this this these trade that we read. And by the way, we read um, it's called Volume One, but it's a beefy trade, and it's actually yeah. the first eleven issues. So it's actually the first uh, two story arcs. And starting right now, we are going to get into spoiler territory whenever it yeah. comes up. Um, mm-hmm. So the the first sort of barrier in sort of getting into this comic because the art is great. Did did, did you like the art? Oh my god, yeah. No. Oh, it was stunning. I was like, if this just didn't have all the words, because there are so many words, so, you know, and I, okay, let me just say this now, Corey. You did not like Lady Mechanica for all the words. And I'm reading <laughs> this one, and I'm going, you're telling me, Corey, that this is one of your favorite ones? There are so many words. <laughs> but see, I liked the words that they were saying here. They were actually oh, making okay. a point. Whereas in Lady Mechanica, there was two pages of, of her explaining to the guy she's fighting why she shouldn't be fighting him, and yet they're still <laughs> fighting. Here, the words are actually not redundant. <laughs> but okay. I get what you're saying, and that okay. was a very well-placed jab, and I'll take it. <laughs> jab. Consider that jab number one. Go ahead. Exactly. Um, but But I think... Like the 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 sort of the key to get into this is that all the the pantheon that they're referring to is are deities from all walks of life, but they are all quote unquote real, meaning people have they're not made up for this comic book. You know what I mean? You know what I mean yeah. when I say real. Um, so you know you know you have like uh uh I'm just gonna pull up the the Wikipedia, but for example, you have like obviously we talked about Lucifer. She's she's in it. Um, you have Minerva. She's an, she's like another god. Um, you have like the Morgan. So she's like an Irish god. The Morgan is like an Irish god. Uh, you have like Neptune. You have um, uh, Amaterasu. Amaterasu, which is mm-hmm. a Japanese god. So you have uh, you have Sakmet, which is a an Egyptian god, and you have uh, Baal Baal Hammon, who's an, another god. So they're all they basically took all these these different deities from from all throughout history and all throughout different religions and everything and they say okay they're all real they all come back every 90 years and 
we don't really sort of we know that they do, but we also sort of forget that they do. Um, it, it wasn't up, it, but now with the because the, they talk about now with you know with cameras and everything and the internet, they can't hide it. So so it's it's all sort of known and everything. Um, and so now we're living in a time where they're back, and you got people who who believe that there are gods, you got people who don't believe that they're gods, you know. But you have people that are interacting with these these deities, and right. like that like that one guy who looks like Tron. Do you remember him? The the Tron. Yeah. Yes, I was yes. going to ask you about that. So he yeah. is his name is Woden, who you know as Odin. Uh, Woden is like the another term for Odin and mm. his Valkyries and everything. But they just kind of gave him like a Tron look to kind of give him. It's got a very punk, like punk pop vibe to it. They all look like techno, like you said, they all, techno. Yeah. Like they all look like they were. They were they're dressed by Lady Gaga's like uh, costumist yes. or something. You know what I mean? Yes. They all and and the art is just unbelievable. But you also have like you have a transgender character in it, which I think is fantastic. Our mm-hmm. main character is um, uh, her parents are, are an interracial couple, which I think is also fantastic. You don't see that in comic books a lot. I was like, oh, that's, that's really true. Cool. Actually, that's the first yeah. time I've seen that. Yeah, you're tr- you're you're totally right. Yeah, and and so, but then you follow so you follow the main character story as she starts interacting with these gods, and uh, you, you know first with Lucy because Lucy kills somebody, and then she herself gets killed, and then you mm-hmm. sort of go down this this rabbit hole. But um, but yeah, what what uh, I know you weren't it was a lot of reading and everything, a lot of, a lot of words and everything, but like you know, give me some thoughts on it. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like I just feel like it jumped in so quick. I had a thousand questions right away. Like, why is this Laura girl attached to Lucy? Why is she going to the other ground? How did underground, how does she know about them? And like, I'm sure we can go into like, okay, Laura, she is into it because she's drawn to the energy and that's that the end, you know, but like there was just, I felt, I don't care. Okay. So here's the thing too. British writing, though I love it in the movies, I definitely need subtitles, um, Because when I understand it, I'm like, oh, wow, that's a really great concept. But when I'm reading it, for some reason, I there's just so much going on at once um, that it's kind of insane for me. I I mean, I don't mind a complicated story like we did the wake with talking back. And that was a very complicated story. And we wove really crazy conversations together, all four of us. You guys should definitely check out that episode. Um, but this one, it was like, I just wasn't, it it didn't capture me. What captured me was the art. I like the fun, different styles that they use. Like they'd go from a one page to, um, to like, uh, to, you know, obviously splash page. And then like the one, two, three concept that they had where they had like the six, I think the six panels at one point on one page, um, where it was like, kind of like, uh, Mr. Miracle sort of, you know, where it was like in those blocks. Like I really did appreciate what they were doing and how they made like when, um, Lucy and Laura were going down the stairs, you know, all those things. And obviously we'll, we'll touch on all those, I'm sure. But like, just the story itself, I was so lost. I had to skip pages because my brain was like, this is just too much information. Like, <laughs> goodness gracious. It just, it, it was, it was just overload for me. 
That's my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hate it, but I did not love it. <laughs> well, and I wonder if maybe we shouldn't have read as big of a trade if you would have been able to absorb it a little easier uh, instead yeah. of burning through 11 issues in your first week of a new job as opposed yeah. to uh, doing uh, six issues, you know, right there. Um, yeah. Maybe that would have done something else, you know, for you. Uh, I'm, I'm not quite sure. Um, for me, it was one of those things where I, I mean, I read all 11 issues in like 90 minutes I couldn't I want more I couldn't get enough of it it was like information that I just wanted to just be inserted like right into my brain and Mm -hmm. and but I also think it's because I very very much like folklore I very very much like like Norse mythology I like this is right up your alley dude yeah sure and it's just it has for for better or worse, it just felt like it has m- a lot more meat on its bones than Blackbird did. And that's why I felt like when I was done with Blackbird, I was like, it almost felt like McDonald's. I really enjoyed it. It looked pretty and everything, but I, I wanted more. Whereas I felt like this was a bit more hardier, hardier of a meal. But at the same time, if I had to rush through it, if I had to read it under the constraints that you did this week, I probably would have felt the same way because it was just mm-hmm. like, okay, let's let's get on to the next thing. I, I get, you know what I mean? Like I totally, I totally get that. I totally understand, you know, wanting to just to, like, okay, okay, you're, you're, you're telling me a lot here about this person. And yeah, some of the stuff that like the Morgan says and stuff, I'm like, I don't yeah. really, I don't really know what she's saying, you know, and I'm just like, okay, I just sort of accept it as, as that that's how that character talks. And I just sort of, I try to get what I get. And if I don't get it, I still just sort of move on, you know, yeah. and, and, and hope that I kind of will pick it up later. But yeah, I mean, even with, even with two readings, there's, I, I picked up new stuff, you know, the second time still didn't understand some stuff. I think, you know, sometimes I'm okay with, with saying like, yeah, I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not yeah. quite sure what they're trying to tell me here. Uh, we mm-hmm. even talked about that in the wake. There were some parts where I was like, we, we, I think we were all towards the end. We're like, we don't really quite sure what they're trying to to tell yeah. us here. Um, but sometimes I'm okay with, like, letting that go and just being like, okay, fine. That's, you know, maybe it's over my head. You know, maybe that's, maybe it's something that I'll, I'll understand later or something. Uh, but, yeah, there's still stuff in this comic that I I'm was just like, okay, that's, that's heavy. Like, that's, there's a lot of heady stuff in here. Yeah. Yeah, there. Oh my gosh, yes, and and the like. I appreciate when there's really. I, I like magic in uh, comic books. I think it's super awesome because you have no boundaries and you can just kind of do your own thing. And like each character had their own thing. And um, it, but then I got lost in those characters, which maybe I need to do a second reading of when I have some blank <laughs> space in my brain because this week was certainly crazy. Because yes, I did start a new job in production and it was insane. Yeah, but um. I was also thinking, like, like would I feel this way if I was reading, like, Harley, Hot in the City, or Blackbird? Probably not, because they're pretty simple concepts, and I pre- I appreciate a simple story. It's not, yeah. like, simple stories are not for dumb people. That's not, you know, it's not what it is. It's just kind of, like, escaping for a second. Mm-hmm. But this one required my attention, 100% of it, and I, I you know, honestly, I could, maybe I couldn't give it 100% of it this week, and that's okay. Yeah, no, I think I think that happens, and just like with movies, the, the you know, there's movies that are just for fun, stupid yeah. fun movies that you just pop in, you know as well as I do, you get home yeah. from work, and you're going to just be like, I'm going to watch something stupid that I've seen a million times because it doesn't matter and I need to turn my brain off. It's not, mm-hmm. now is not the time for me to watch you know something super complicated that i have to like pay attention to every single beat that happens you know i get that and i think this comic was definitely one of those that it's it's a it's a very 
tight story. There's a lot of threads that are happening. There's a lot of things that are going on and that, that you have to pay attention to to sort of get out of it. Because, yeah, like you said, like you, you meet like 14 different pantheons and the, the writer does a great job of giving them their own voices, giving them their own like sort of wants and needs. And yeah. like and also how they're all dealing with uh, the fact that they're going to die in two years, because I, I like there's one one uh, I forgot which one it is, but one of the pantheon is like 12 years old. A young female that's twelve and for you know, forever, she, yeah. Well, I mean, and, and for two more years until she dies, you know. And so yeah. she's she's also dealing with the fact, like in, in this world too. They so it's these people who the the basically the deity sort of inhabits them. Then one mm-hmm. lady sort of brings the deity out of them. They would have. She says they would have always sort of came to the foreground. She's just hurrying it up, you know. But then at the same time. This deity, you're still the person that you were. So you're the deity and you're the person. So the person still knows that, like, they're not even going to reach the age of 16, right? Like, and and is also dealing with that. So you have this massive amount of power, but you're going to be dead in two years. I like that. Personally, I think that's fantastic. As, like, a a thing, like a a hook, you know, to to keep people sort of invested. And it seems like some of the, the pantheons started sort of before others, so maybe they might die before other ones die you know Mm -hmm. they don't they don't all come out at the same time i should say yeah and and it was like a really big metaphor for just finding out who you like your higher self or finding out who you truly are um this reminded me a lot of like the 27 club which is like i mean obviously not lady gaga i definitely think she's a deity of sorts but also like Jimi hendrix you know Mm -hmm. uh, jim morrison stuff like that where they didn't get to live very long but they're still having an impact on the world and that's the whole point of these guys. I definitely I definitely understood and absorbed that concept and appreciated it and I liked how we could follow the main girl Laura and her journey to higher self. Um I thought that was really special and important and it was fun to be a part of and you know, spoiler alert, at the very end she becomes a deity and um that was cool. But then it's like she only lives 2 years after that. Like that's Well, she actually crazy. gets killed right right immediately oh. afterwards uh by the <laughs> but we don't know. She we don't know cuz that's where the trade ends. The trade literally ends with her becoming the deity and then the the lady who turns everyone into the deity she actually just literally just oh. kills her right then and there because she uh, Laura becomes Persephone um now but right. if you but but Persephone is the I think the Greek she's daughter of Zeus and some you know uh whatever Freya no not Freya it doesn't matter um she's I think she I think Persephone is the queen of the underworld so Mm. even though like at the end of this trade we saw her die and I think that was kind of like a you know supposed to be a shocking moment I wonder if that was how it's supposed to be uh in moving forward because I wonder if she is going to be like in charge of the underworld or something but uh but yeah that was a bit of a of like a a shocking thing at the end because she be like at the very end of this comic issue she becomes the deity that she wants to become and then is immediately you know killed and she becomes the deity she wants to become because she knows inside that she's supposed to be that deity and that again is the metaphor of who like being who you truly are like the things that you're attracted to and drawn towards that's actually what you're supposed to be doing with your life yeah, you know, it's like that. That I was like, ah, okay, I understand that part. I, I like, I, I really, truly appreciated that part. I was like, okay, this message certainly needs to get out there to just like be yourself and be who you truly are. Um, but also, maybe I can ask you this. Not maybe, I will. I'm asking you. Um, so I just don't freaking understand. Okay, so the main old lady, 
Yeah, the old lady with the thing uh, over her face. Yeah, What's she. Her name? Uh, I believe it's Anaha. Um, or something yeah, like and that. and she is also a um, another creation uh, deity. Uh, you know, a real deity person thing, whatever you want to say. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, and so basically. In this comic, she's basically the the king of or the queen of all the deities. She controls them, but she's also given up her her immortality to do it. Yet she is immortal. It's, it's yeah, all, yeah. So, um, yeah. But I don't. My you, my question is like, I don't understand. Why would you give up your immortality if they don't come back for another ninety years? Then that's one lifetime for you, homegirl. Like what? No, no, no. She what? is immortal. No, she is immortal. Okay, but she, so she's she's around when they aren't. You know, um, yeah. And and from my understanding of it, and she is immortal, but she's given up her. I think her god powers, like her her ability oh. to like to go to other realms or whatever and do other things, in order for her to be this person that watches over the the pantheon. And like at its core. They're supposed to come back every 90 years to inspire humanity. And they allude to there was a, a time where the, the Pantheon did not come back uh, during, a, during one of those points. And it, like, led to, the, like, the, the Dark Ages, essentially, because oh. we, as humans, we weren't inspired. Like, so, so the, the writer is really trying to take these ideas. Like, why is it now? Why is it now in the year 2020? Like, we don't believe in Zeus. We don't believe in any of these, these gods anymore. And and because of that, are we losing our inspiration as a as a species? Are we losing our our? And but some would argue that comic books are Superman is our new deities, you know, and and everything. Huh, yeah, people, okay. You know, people would argue that. So, but you know, this this postulates that like you know, like okay, what if these deities do come back to to inspire? And I like that. I like the concept that you know, even all these deities are living the the rock star lifestyle, right? But like you said, they're they know they're going to die, but they're also they're sort of doing it for the greater good, even though yeah. a lot of them are kind of d bags, uh, you know. Yeah. But they also know that they're they need to inspire, so like they kind of have to be a d bag. Like you know, I'm sure Jimi Hendrix was kind of like he knew he was awesome, right? Like that's the right. thing. Like, when you know you're awesome, you kind of become a little bit of a d bag, right? And these people right. know that they're freaking awesome, but I, I feel like. That has to kind of coincide with it. I feel like there's something there that people sort of latch on to that confidence or something. But um, but yeah. So the old lady, she's the one that she's like in charge of them. She polices these deity people at this pantheon, and she also is the one. Her ability is to bring the deity forward out of you, essentially, and turn yeah. you into the deity that you were always supposed to be. And she, it's also her job to sort of uh, find them as well, like walk the earth and and find them and kind of being drawn to them but it's like it's like she's she's stuck sort of walking the earth instead of being able to like go to sort of different planes of existence so she has to wait all those years before she can meet them again mm-hmm. that's and, crazy and, and do whatever her machinations are you know behind the scenes like maybe she's also doing things to kind of make sure humanity is going on its right path too you know uh, but they, yeah. they, don't, they don't get into that that's just me speculating i'm i'm not quite sure but that seems to be she's she's another level she's like the god of the pantheons but yet she's probably the most mortal of like she's the least powered of all of them even though she's also the insanely powered does that make sense <laughs> yes it does make sense and i kind of want to dive into the like really the two main characters of this which is laura who we've talked about who becomes a deity then there's lucy or lucifer who is totally my type of lady um so and but like 
she's also, I don't know. She's like, she's like all powerful. And then I just don't understand. Was she like, actually was Laura attracted to her? Was Laura like wanting to be just like her because she does end up like a lady of the underworld, you know, kind of thing. So they're both underworld ladies. The answer is yes, yes, and whatever else you think she could be attracted to, <laughs> yes, and yes, and yes. It's like, like she's a god. Like, what, like, like if you're in the presence of a god, like, what do you, yeah. what do you do? Like, you're you're gonna be in awe of their power, That's you know. True. And That's true. and and Lucy is, I mean, she's she's um, this pretty uh, beautiful lady, um, and and I guess they they imply that she's well, she's probably bisexual. Um, at least Lucy is. Uh, well, I th- yeah, I think yeah. yeah, I think her I think her former self was a lesbian, and I think you know as as Lucy, Lucy she's probably pansexual. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I think Laura is. I think she's attracted to the the power. I think she's attracted to just the essence. But I mean, like, gosh, if you become best friends with Lu- the devil, like, how cool is that, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> you know. And then and then you feel like, well, what does Lucy see in Laura? And 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 uh, you know, Lucy even says like, the devil's in hell, and you're the only one that came to visit, and that's why she's friends with Laura. You know? Yeah, I guess that's true. I I hope that they get into like when their reunion is when Lucy is like reborn again in 90 years because gosh. And then here's where the conversation comes in. It's like, is Laura really dead? And if she's not, if she is dead, like, are they going to meet each other ever again? And the fact that they all die at different rates, do they come, do they like speckle in as gods every 90 ish years? You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Yeah, and, so, and uh, I got the in, indication that they they kind of – I don't think they all get come at once like because the old lady has to kind of go and, and do them one at a time. <laughs> Jesus, that sounded – like like <laughs> tra- transcend them essentially yes. um, yep. one at a time. And I, I think my indication is that that takes a little bit of time of like her physically getting from point A to point B. So I do think mm-hmm. that they kind of trickle in. But, um, you know, like like – you know, we're kind of speculating on stuff that might have happened in the next 40 issues. We don't, you know, we don't know. We only, we only read the first, you know, 11. Um, but yeah, I, I, I have all the same questions you do. Um, <laughs> I guess I, I guess I'm okay with living with those questions. Do you know what I mean? Like at some point yeah. I'm just like, okay, I, I'm not going to get an answer to that. But I, I, I think everything you wonder, I wonder too, you know, and, and I'm like, okay, like, like is Lucy really dead? Cause she d- kind of mm-hmm. dies in the fifth issue. So she kind of dies halfway through, through this story that we're reading. And yeah. And if, and if um, Persephone goes, Laura slash Persephone goes to dies and goes to the underworld, uh, maybe she meets Lucy down there and then they're yeah, going to do something true. else. That would be kind of neat too. Um, but yeah, we, unfortunately, you know, we, we, we cut off like right at a huge point in, in <laughs> yeah. this story, even though, you know, we kind of read a little bit far, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it was in it was the whole hoopla uh, rental there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> All no, I know. Issues. <laughs> I was like, I was like looks... dang, because <laughs> it, it's funny too. Because when we do our digital readings, you know, you don't have it in your hands. So it's not really like uh, like the whole book. So it's not like an, an an indication of like how many pages it really is. I mean, I know it says, <laughs> I know it says right there how many pages it is. Yeah. But you know, when you have it in your hand, actually feeling it, you 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 can get a sense 
sense of how big it is versus when it's all in your tablet and it's all just digital. <laughs> yeah, holding 400 page- pages in your hand, physical pages is different than 400 digital pages in your hand. <laughs> exactly, yes. Uh, 400 digital pages weighs exactly the same as one digital page does. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yes, yes, exactly. So uh, I, this was a chunk to chew. This was a, a huge chunk. But I mean, like, I guess what I really also liked was that you know, you do have all these different deities from a bunch of different walks of life all sort of cohabitating together. And it gives you an option to kind of like have this one character interact with all these different uh, characters throughout history. And, mm-hmm. you know, like you don't get full answers because like it's this weird thing where, yes, she is Lucifer, but she's also the girl she was before she got turned into Lucifer. So, mm-hmm. like, like all of these deities are not the same every year. And not and, and she doesn't find, the old lady doesn't actually find every deity every 90 years. So, so sometimes they come back as different pantheons, and, and, and sometimes, like, the the like like I said, Lucy might be a little different this time because of the body that she inhabits already has the history that it you know so yeah so I, I think there's a lot of interesting a lot of interesting concepts going on yeah. in, in here and there's just it's a lot of stuff floating around. It is so much floating around and like I for me I would have loved if he stretched it out even more and really chopped it up even more finely. For me, I don't mind reading something chunky as long as I'm there and present and understand what's going on. But I just feel like he jumped around. I don't know if he jumped around. It was like, it was like, here's some information. Pin that for later. Here's some information. Yeah, he just killed a god, but he came back alive and pin that for later. And also, and then, you know, that's just kind of where it was. Whereas like, I like actually following the main character on their ride and through their discovery and I just felt like for me that like Laura just knew too much too soon or understood too much too soon but then it's like but Tess she's a god of course she understood she understood in her gut what was going on so chill the chill the you know what out of you know about that but like I don't know, man. I think I, I would like definitely give this a second read. I'll definitely give it a second chance. I'm not throwing it under the bus necessarily. I mean, it's won so many awards and been nominated for so many nominated for so many things, and it's still ongoing and it's still very popular. But I don't know. I uh, I did, it did, it left a weird taste in my mouth. I was like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now were you were you familiar with the deities that they were referring to when you were reading it and i mean i wasn't familiar with a lot of them like i had to my first time reading it like i had to like i i recognized that like i'd heard those names before but i didn't quite know like what sock sakamet was or, or where yeah. or where she like came from or like what her background was and everything um yeah did were you were you familiar I, with some of them I only know Baphomet from Sabrina. <laughs> that was and, it. I was like, "Oh, you're the goat." <laughs> yeah, or, or the yeah, the devil sort of like yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, they're all every one of them are real deities, and they just chose to like sort of portray them in, in certain ways. And it's funny because Baphomet is she even says that's the one made up deity too that like is is not even like sort of a real deity, but yet it's <laughs> but yet because of I think because of our 
he Baphomet is such a part of our subconscious, our cultural zeitgeist that we sort of yeah. created uh, Baphomet as well. So I mean, I could we could get into that whole concept of tulpas <laughs> and, and the idea that uh, that uh, that uh, you know a collective unconscious can actually create a living thing in order because of the energy that we put into it. I could I could talk all day about that, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I knew Bat. And the funny thing was when I was reading this comic, that was probably the the one that i knew the most was baphomet and ball um although there's multiple different kinds of balls but i knew ball because of stu- because of stupid <laughs> ash, ash versus evil dead uh the tv show when he kept calling See? him bill <laughs> <laughs> ball b-a-a-l yeah yeah <laughs> so uh, i keep yeah i keep trying to pull up um the comic book on hoopla but it keeps saying it's not available. So. Oh, maybe it's maybe it's because I have it up or something. Uh. Oh no, I don't know what's going on. I keep oh, trying wow. to find my other points, but um, but yeah. Anyway, did, did you did you have like a did you have a page mentally marked that you wanted to discuss? Yeah, it was the concert page. That's okay. when I I was just gonna say that's the point when I really realized that like oh no, these guys have like an actual effect on everyone just being in their presence, and that's what made me think of Lady Gaga a lot yeah. because. You know what I mean? Like that that's where I was like, "Oh no, they're really influencing people." Um just yeah. by being who they are. <laughs> yeah, and you yeah, the the ta- and yes, you got to like I think going in you have to understand is that it's like it's not just affecting Laura because she's obsessed. It's affecting everyone. Like it's literal like the songs of the sirens or something. Like everyone mm-hmm. at that concert is like she's she even says it's like it's like sex. Like you're on you're having an orgasm for the entire duration of the concert and it's just like insane, you know? And and that's how they're actually saying of, that too. Yeah. I think they yeah. actually said that. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, exactly. And then there is that one uh, uh part where she goes and meets i forgot his name i think it's anana um and she has this like crazy rave where they do this like weird countdown thing they're like one two three four yeah i mean that you know you can just tell that the artist has been on acid and and so is the writer and it's just it's apparent it's it's total druggy like stuff right there that was yeah that that turned my brain inside out i was like wait what? And that's what's cool. like that's what I think that. is cool. Like I think it's cool that like a comic book and artistic medium can like convey like what it feels like to take acid and have your brain get completely scrambled and everything. And and it's just like it was it was just cool because also at the same time it wasn't because of like of what was going on it was because of like what you wanted to believe and and you could basically sort of say oh i'm done with this at the moment you wanted to say it and then you were boom you were you're out of it you know and Mm -hmm. then i i liked it at the end where where she was like oh it must be great being you to anana and then he his eyes are like black like that's like his magical powers yeah and he's like he's like yeah sure it's great being me and then like he kind of uses magic to take the black away from his eyes he's like but i have never i haven't slept since i've been awoken essentially and his eyes are just bloodshot so like you get a sense that every single one one of these deities they get all this power but it comes at such a cost and more yeah. so than the fact that you're going to die in two years like you're going to live the life of a rock star but like you're not going to sleep like for that entire two years because that's your mm. job and it's like that's going to drive you like that's not pleasant that's not a pleasant experience but you have to do it to inspire because even even he says he's like they're not going to remember me these people at this rave are not going to remember me in 10 years but they're going to remember being happy they're going to be remember that's being true. the happiest yeah. thing in the entire world and they're going to try to they're going to hold on to that memory and he's like that's all i'm giving them i'm just giving them this moment of happiness and that's it 
Yeah, I I think that you're right in saying that there was some very Grant Morrison-esque aspects to this. <laughs> um, but I, I that part was probably my favorite part, and that's actually the scene where I jumped on the train. I was like, okay, no, I'm on for this story. Um, because I love music, and I love, like, the old, like, 70s, like, the 27 Club, like, everybody that just dropped off at 27 because they did hard drugs and they just were, like, pure rock stars. Like, that's what I really pulled from this. I was like, whoa, what if they were gods? dude and they knew they only had 27 years and then they did drugs and a hard rock style life and that and they're still inspiring us today and I know I I brought that up that's the second time I brought that up but I truly feel like that's what I got out of this I was like that's freaking cool man like that was the coolest part and I truly think that you're on the right point um I do think that the inspiration for this is the rock gods that you're talking about because all the deities in this kind of act like rock stars and they don't like they don't do sermons they all do some kind of like musical sort of thing um so I do think that the inspiration for all of this was yeah like like you said, I would not be shocked if the writer sat around thinking like, yeah, like what if like like Jimi Hendrix was a god and like mm-hmm. what if right now Lady Gaga is a god and she's going to yeah. probably, you know, she's going to burn out too. But like what if – all and then he, I wouldn't be surprised if he looked and was like, oh, yeah, everyone knows about the whole 23 thing. Like, you know, everyone dies. 27, when yeah. 27, yeah, everyone knows about that. So I wonder if he was like – what if that's a part of it? Like, in order for you to ch- to become a god, you also burn out faster, and you you know, but but you leave behind this inspiration. And I think what I grasped onto it was like, as opposed to like Superman. Superman will still save you. He'll do a physical act of of amazingness, and and your life will be better for it. But he'll also leave you with hope. These people, they're like, we just want to inspire. That's mm-hmm. all we are here to do, and we're doing. It you know, at the cost of ourselves, and we're doing it, you know, for the greater good of humanity. Now, the story does get you know nitty gritties. There's there's politics. There's characters that don't like each other. There's the pantheon. Like we said, they're not all great. They're all kind of. There's some of them are pretty crappy people. But I do believe at the end of the day, they're making humanity better and and they're like a necessary sort of thing that humanity needs to remind us that a we can all achieve better and b there is stuff that's more like reality don't get so lost in the weeds of your day-to-day grind because there's so much more to this reality than than you know we we know and that's that was my that was my takeaway you know from it and like i said i read this right at the peak of my like occult reading and and just when i was totally down that crazy rabbit hole and and my already like my interests already kind of skewed towards folklore and like stories that people tell like why do people keep telling these stories over and over again like the jesus myth is kind of the same as the gilgamesh myth like why are these characters like why are these stories being retold over and over again to to inspire people and this just hit me right when i was asking asking those questions and I don't think this gives me any answers but it showed me that other people ask those questions too and I'm not alone in that yeah absolutely yes I feel like for me I feel like any sort of story or lesson in life comes to me at like the right time when I'm supposed to learn it and this might have been one of those moments for you you know what I mean yeah yeah exactly especially if you if you gravitate towards it And, and in my head I mean like 
I'm not poo-pooing on on anybody, but like no. to me, like I find this to be just as real as the Bible. Like I, I don't, you know what I mean? Like like this sure. comic book to me is just as real as the Bible. And I'm not crapping on anyone's religion. It's just my point of view. So mm-hmm. like you know, this to me, a comic book can inspire me just as like a movie can inspire me, a comic book can inspire me just as much as an act of kindness, just as much as a real world sort of thing, just as much as the Bible. I think at the end of the day, as long as you walk away a better person and a kind person and and you know a more rounded individual i think getting whatever format getting that information into your brain is there's no wrong format like if, if the bible yeah. did it great if, if a comic book did it great if a movie did it great if a fiction book did it great it doesn't matter mm-hmm. you know yeah just rule number one don't be a douche that's it <laughs> exactly <laughs> it, couldn't have said it better myself <laughs> <laughs> Now that when means, I was, no, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you guys. No, I was going to say, when we were playing roller derby, we had rules on the wall, painted on the wall. And they're like funny, kind of funny, punny kind of rules. But rule number one for a years was don't be a douche. And that still is in all of life, man. Rule number one. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that is, that is the golden rule, essentially. Yes. Don't exactly. be a D-bag. <laughs> Yes. But uh but and I think the art was great in this book too. We didn't touch on it as much as as Blackbird. Um I think Blackbird's art was more juicy, but this yes. was consistently great during the entire thing. Like the artist never waned, you know, like it, it was yeah. pretty consistent. Do we want to attempt to give it a score? <laughs> I don't know if we're doing that. Oh, we, well, I thought we established that on the uh, on the last episode. So. Well, great. Corey, what's your score? What's your score? Uh, oh, goodness. Oh, goodness gracious me. Um, I love this. I love this. So I am truly going to give it uh, 4.5 deities out of 5. Okay. Okay. I am going to give this. And um, can I can mm-hmm. I just say why I didn't give it a full five? Is because Please I don't because I don't know where it ultimately is going to go um, wow. as a, as a series. So uh, as far as in, in in what we read, kind of leaves you with a little bit of a cliffhanger too. So I got to give yeah. room a little wiggle room, uh, a point five wiggle room to for 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 if if this series takes a dive, a nose dive. Yeah, just in case. Yeah, <laughs> just, in case. Just, just in case. Just in case. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give this a solid three glow sticks out mm. of five. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not gonna give it points. I'm gonna. I think we should change up the noun every time. So you gave it four and a half deities. I gave mm-hmm. it three glow sticks. And I think if I read it again, I might be up with the four point five deities. I just. I this just. I jumped into this and I was like, oh, another comic book. No problem. And then I was like, whoa, this is a ride I was not ready for. Yeah, I, I can I can totally see that. I totally get that. I, and I know how crazy of a week you had. So I can, you know, I can put myself in your shoes. And I can honestly say, yeah, I don't think this was probably the, the best one to read when you're uh, like at 90% stress for the for the entire day. You know, it's yeah. not a, an unwind and just relax and, and have a good time with it. It's it wants you to question things. It wants you to ask, you know, the questions and everything and and, and whatnot. That's what I mean. That's what it wants you to to do so i i totally get that i do i really do. yeah i will say that i am very happy and i'm not going to say what i do here on the podcast because it's very i've signed a bunch of ndas but i do a lot of of uh, comic book world stuff now so i'm really excited that i am caught up on the comic book world because of this podcast <laughs> 
and I am very excited to learn a lot more. Um, unfortunately, I can't share, but uh, just know that I'm learning 40 hours a week now about the comic book world. <laughs> NDAs are a real thing. <laughs> they, yeah. Hey, it says on there, if you tell anybody what you're doing, you owe us a million dollars. So I'm yeah. really sorry, guys. Yeah. Just comic books. That's all you're getting. <laughs> yeah. And and can I really quick backpedal for two seconds? Please. And say all, all the caveats to me saying like right i totally understand what you're saying about having a rough week and everything Uh, but two like your opinion of the book is not unvalid just because you had a rough week you know what i mean like i I don't want to ever have that come across that like oh just because you didn't like it is because there were outside circumstances i really don't want that to be the precedent and i want to just make make it aware now and out into the ether that I think that you're a hundred percent valid in, in your opinion of it. And if it's a three, it's a three. Well, you know what I mean? Like, I right, mean, right, right. we can't control what outside elements happen around us while we are consuming stuff. And I'm, I've given movies. I've told, I've said, you know, I've hated movies because like, I just saw them at the wrong time. And then sure. I saw them later, but that didn't change my, doesn't make it any less valid that I didn't like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and honestly, like if somebody were to say, I want a magical comic book, I'd be like, Hey man, the wicked and the divine, like that's, that's where it's at. Totally. I I would still, I think anything over three points, whatever the noun is, um, definitely means that we would recommend it to someone. I think, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you there. Like, oh yeah. Out of five, anything higher than three is you're pretty safe picking it up. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. It, I mean, hey, man, that's a C, right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I got through high school on those, baby. <laughs> yeah, C's to get degrees. So. C's get degrees. I, got, I have my film degree that I'm doing nothing with, so yeah. <laughs> hey, man, yes, you are. You are. You have podcasts that include films, so. And you, and you know what? I, I'm comfortable with editing on these uh, programs because I learned how to edit uh, in film school. So that's the, that is definitely the one thing that I do take away is, is the editing editing with these podcasts yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man yeah. Tess well I uh I maybe uh we do we know we're, we know what we're doing next week right for, for the yes next one? but I'm not gonna say it because we have a guest and I need to check in with him and make sure he can <laughs> still get together in lieu of the recent world events so <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 so yeah things are a little bit wonky right now um yeah. Zach and I uh we didn't get to record our our newest episode of podcast after dark because uh, his son's school is closed now, so oh, no. yeah, so we have to figure something out this week. Yeah, it's just yeah, so it's crazy out there. Just stay it safe, is. everybody, and you know, wash your hands. Wash just your wash. hands, you jerks. Yeah, just <laughs> wash your freaking hands. Why well, I don't understand why it's so hard. And leave some toilet paper for the elderly, like the people Please. who can't make it out there, like and, and get it. Like, be kind to the people who actually are susceptible to this, because at the end of the day, Tess, you and I are not going to be affected by this, and like our spouses are not going to be affected it's the older mm-hmm. people that really have to watch out and they're the ones that like can't get the freaking toilet paper because it's all sold out at the grocery store so i know man, it's my 86 year old grandmother as you know but to our listeners but she lives with us and if we weren't able to go get her toilet paper and groceries like i don't know how she she can't even get down this down the stairs like oh, yeah. so it's so john and i my john babe and i we cannot get infected because we have to treat ourselves like we're 86 year old you know that's what i was going to say you 
guys got to be super careful because you mm-hmm. go out into the world, but she's still back there. And yep. oh yeah, please, please be careful, please. Because she's, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, she's she's a sweet woman. I really really love yeah. her. So I, I don't want <laughs> oh, anything yeah. to happen. <laughs> oh yeah, you met her. We were around yeah. the campfire at my mom's house. All yeah. of us. Yes. She's, yeah. She's fun. super sweet. She's super sweet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this has been fun. Okay, good. I'm glad that we were able to get together amongst the chaos. And yeah. Hey, guess what? We are qu- in quarantine currently. I mean, we're fighting by the rules, you and I. <laughs> yeah, we're we're just Skyping, so it's all good. Yeah, that's no, <laughs> all good. You can't get a virus via Skype, so um, yeah. And we'll, I guess we'll figure out uh, what we're going to read next week. Uh, yeah, late, later I'll in the week. You know. Yeah, okay. don't you worry. It's it's is what's on schedule. Wink, but if not. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll figure yeah, we'll out. just There's... we'll go with the flow. Yeah, we'll yeah. figure it out. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, Corey, where can we find you in cyberspace? Oh yes, yes, yes. You can find me on uh, Corey Nation on Instagram and uh, on podcast. You can find me on Cartwright on Podcast After Dark. Yada yada yada. They are all on the <laughs> BFOP network, which is what yeah. OCD Podcast is currently on. So uh, you can go find our show, and you can go find those shows and every other shows like Talking Back. Our buddies tim and dean uh our buddies eric and brent over at friday five you can find all of our shows uh over at bfopnetwork.com that is bfopnetwork.com and tess where on cyberspace in the matrix where can we find you you can find me in the matrix on instagram at tessianos that's t-e-double-s-double-l-a-n-o-s where i will be posting tons of instagram story memes about the virus because there are some really good ones right now <laughs> they really are i'm having i'm enjoying some of these these memes yeah. <laughs> hey man you know what they say that the people that laugh um at some dark times like this are the people that are gonna make it so mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so us we're gonna be podcasting for years to come <laughs> hey man, you can't get you can't get infected by podcasts. So nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we are so dark. Okay, yeah, I know exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, and when you guys get a chance, if you want to give us some love, please give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, that's a great way, and it's it's kind of like a way for Apple that uses their algorithm type of thing. Oh, it's, all, it's all algorithms these days, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's a way for our podcast to get in front of new listeners when they do searches. Uh, it's the it's the reviews and everything. So if you like what we do, please take a second to leave us a five-star review and a little bit of a write-up on Apple Podcasts if you can. If not, just give us a follow and a review on whatever podcatcher allows you uh, to do such. And we appreciate, yeah. appreciate every single one of them, all of them. And they're all been like five stars. So it's freaking amazing. Yeah, we usually give you a shout-out, so if you like shout-outs, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) If you like shout-outs, go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. Um, All right, well, thanks for tuning in for another episode of Ongoing Comic Book... Oh, my God, what are we called? Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast. I am Tess. (laughs) And I'm Corey. (laughs) Maybe I'm confused. I'm not sure. Uh, (laughs) Back to your quarantine. (laughs) Yes, goodbye. (laughs) All right, we'll see you guys next time. This has been another episode of Ongoing Comic Book Discussion with Tess and Corey. Follow us at OCD Podcast on Instagram and Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast on Facebook. You can also review us on iTunes, follow us on Spotify, and support us on Patreon. Tune in next week for another episode of Ongoing Comic Book Discussion with Tess and Corey.
Hey everybody, welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim, and with me today in studio is co-host Dean. Oh, hey, Dean. hey, Tim. Dean. Huh? Uh, this isn't a full episode. This is actually just an ad. All we have to do is tell everyone that our podcasts come out on Mondays and they can find us on their favorite podcatcher. If they're into movies, comics, or video games, they should definitely check us out. Oh, well then, thanks everybody for listening and we'll catch you next time. Talking back.